Welcome to another episode of the Beats, Brews, and Points of View podcast. I'm your host, Neil Richter, with my partner in podcasting to my far right over there, E-Man Bates. The far right. You know what that means? <laughs> that means we have a guest Yeah, says far right. Hey. For the first time in a while now. It's All been right. about a month of us doing shows on our on our own. So, E-Man, hey. you want to introduce our guest? I was guest? just about to say, do you want to introduce it? Because <laughs> I, like, I always introduce the guest, I feel like. <laughs> that's true, but that's the role that we play. But I guess I can. To my right is Chase Miracles, and we are very happy to have you. Hi, <laughs> hi. Thank you for having me. No I had the nice pleasure of being, being uh, Chase Miracles actually at the Foundation Hotel. Oh, yeah? I believe, yeah. That's How where we recorded. That was a while. That was like a few months back, I believe. It was yes, for a Nick's Beat show, actually. Yes. Oh, nice. Yeah. Shout, uh, out Nick's Nick's Shout, Shout out to Nick's Beat. Shout out to Nick's Beat. Beats and Brews, uh, Points of View alumni. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was uh, a song called Confessions to start the podcast with, by the way, by uh, um, an artist named Sudan Archives. She's on uh, Stone's Throw Records over there with Peanut Butter Wolf, who does... Uh, he has Anderson Park and No Worries on there on his label, so he's got a bunch of cool stuff. He did Mad Lib, J. Dilla back in the day, so awesome. that's her brand new single. Um, I started the podcast out with that just because that song's awesome. <laughs> I really like it. <laughs> well, let's get into talking about your music a little bit. That's what I'm more interested in. Let's talk about it. want to talk about uh, the newest stuff that you got out. You have a new single and video out, correct? Mm-hmm. And then also an EP out as well, right? Awesome. Yes, yes, yes. (laughs) Up to date, up to date. Um, So the video is actually for a single that I dropped in January. Okay. Um, I dropped that video, long story short, uh, I wasn't going to release that video. And then I said, you know what? I think I'm going to release this video. So I released it um, shortly after I dropped my new EP, Audio Therapy, Mm -hmm. uh, Volume 1 out on all streaming platforms. Uh, super excited about this project. It means more to me every day. You know what I mean? Every day when I listen to it, it means so much more than when I first created this music, um, which is the beauty of art, you know? That's always a good thing. I mean, it always resonates. One thing I always want to talk about, too, because you host these things called Miracle Nights on Mondays, mm-hmm. right? Absolutely. Yep, let's talk about that and just like the, like the formation of that and how it came to be. So it's funny because I don't do miracle nights anymore. Oh, and no. no, it's 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 okay because mm-hmm. um I needed to take that time for myself. You know, I feel like a lot of when I see some of the people who I look up to in terms of artists, um they're not always on the scene. You know what I mean? Right. Because it's a lot of inner work that needs to be done in order to continue not to just grow as an artist, but as a person, you know? So I stopped Miracle Nights uh, just to really focus on me and my music. I have a business outside of music, I'm a beauty brand. And, okay. you know, it was just really important for me to just focus on that instead of Miracle Nights. No, I get that Monday. too because Nick, our engineer that you just met, um, he does the same thing. I mean, he gigs all the time doing these solo shows, and he was like, "I'm about to pump the brakes on doing these because yeah. I got no time to record and work on his and work on my yeah. own shit." Besides. Yeah playing these cover songs for people that are like half paying attention anyways yeah. you know so. yeah yeah <laughs> so, yeah yeah so that dude does like what like three or four gigs a week so yeah. yeah and and he was doing he was doing his solo stuff he was in this band called at casual that he just uh had to pump the brakes on that too because he's like dude I, especially now that he's managing the studio he's like i I'm just don't have enough time. Yeah, it's like, not, there was more of me. <laughs> and, and and that's the thing, you know, I feel like time is so expensive. We don't give time enough credit. Mm-hmm. You know, and when I when I sat down and I literally I wrote it out and I said, "You know what? Let me 
really figure out where my time is going because it's easy for us to say we never have enough time mm-hmm. oh I don't have enough time to do this or do that but I had to really write out okay what am I doing every week mm-hmm. with my time yep. right. because I get 24 hours in a day mm-hmm. I mean let's be real I don't get that much sleep do you get that much sleep no. you get 8 hours do you get 8 <laughs> hours I don't get 8 hours of sleep so no. I'm trying to figure out where the hell is my time going because I am not sleeping and when I wrote it I have a child as well uh-huh. a young baby um, he's too Hi, Raymond. Um, And between that, my salon, music, Miracle Nights, I could have made a way for Miracle Nights, but it wasn't high priority for me. Being a mom is a full-time job in itself. (laughs) It is. And you know what? And I feel... I feel bad for people who have, and everybody think their kids are good. Where some people know, like, their kids are, like, not good. But I genuinely have a great baby that's awesome that makes things a lot easier (laughs) we're really close he's easy to deal with he's fun you know and i just felt like you know what right now um happiness for me looks like time with my son you know what i mean inner peace miracle nights was hectic for me you know, trying to promote it and get mm-hmm. people to come out. I mean, the one that I actually attended, that was actually a really nice one. Yeah, yeah thank well, uh, you. The one thank with uh, Johnny Morrison. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we had the cipher. I mean, yep. the, the the layout, I felt like, was amazing. You know, I always like to get leave people with something. Mm-hmm. So um, you leave uplifted and entertained at the same time. It's like, wow, you know, I learned something from yeah. Miracle Nights. But at the end, with the cipher, everyone would interact. So, you know, it... It was a very intimate vibe, but yeah. You know what's cool about those two, like shows like Miracle Night or the stuff that like Ziggy's does in Ipsy is like, not only is it getting people to hear your music, but everyone that kind of like collaborates on the scene together is starting to get to know each other. Like you start to see a lot of the same people that you go there, like all so all the flight team guys we see everywhere, Wanya and that Johnny and scene. all these guys like, that have been <laughs> yeah. on our podcast. I run into them everywhere now. Taylor over the weekend at yep. Jazz Fest twice. Yeah. Which Speaking was... of which, I I wish I stayed for that comment set. <laughs> oh, bro, we'll I, talk I about had that a little bit. I had a little bit sure. too much to drink and had to leave. <laughs> 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 Speaking of too much to drink, before we get into talking about that common show, you want to uh, crack these bad boys open and tell us what you got for us this week? Yes, sir. Over from our friends at Saugatuck Brewing Company, we have the Bonfire Brown. Mm. It's an American brown ale. Uh, The untapped description, you can follow us on untapped at uh, beats underscore and underscore brews. Description Mm, is a a robust American ale with a smoky character. One of the... Brewers Reserve seasonal offering. So you can only get this around like that fall time. The reason I'm wearing a sweater today, just to kind of celebrate it in. That plus, you know, we finally all moved into Detroit. So Yeah, yeah. baby. We're residents of Detroit. <laughs> um but anyways, on our show, while we're trying out the beers and giving it a little sip, we like to play a song by the artist that's come to visit us. Awesome. And I was listening to your EP today and awesome. I saw you promoting some of it. And so I was listening to Breathe a lot. And that song is really fucking good. Thank so you. I think I'm going to play that <laughs> one while we uh, drink up some of these beers. Okay. So while, uh, without any further ado, from her EP called Audio Therapy Volume 1, yes. uh, this is Chase Miracles with Breathe. Breathe. This was my second song that I wrote. Beautiful album cover too. Thank you. They say we all got our vices, vices. Would you do a four dollar no priceless? Won't sell my soul. You kiddies mindless in the way I'm starting my words are timeless. Ain't got a backbone. You saw me spineless, surrounded by the walking dead. Must be a virus. Don't think I'm better than. I just know I'm righteous. Red light in a dark place. Turn up the brightness. It's a crisis. My babies need help. Only my review, so I don't need help. Clean veggie diet. I don't eat the meat, cause it's killing all my people, clogging arteries, blowing off my greatness. Don't sleep like Vegas. Y'all lost y'all shame, these kitties shameless. Breathe, what you want from me? Breathe, tell me what you want from me. Breathe, what you want from me? Breathe, 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 what you want from me? Breathe, tell me what you want from me. Breathe. What you want from me? Breathe. 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 You can play the game or you can change it. Who let her off the leash? This woman dangerous. I see you nervous. 
you want from me? Breathe. Tell me what you want from me. Breathe. What you want from me? Breathe. 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 What you want from me? Breathe. Tell me what you want from me. Breathe. What you want from me? By Chase Miracles off Audio Therapy Volume 1. You can get that on any streaming platform that you like the best, or Amazon, or Google, or wherever the hell you want to get your music. Yes. <laughs> it's on Napsters. Yes, it's on Napster. <laughs> that shit is sweet, man. Thank there's, you. There's a few things I love about I, that. that beat. Your, your flow sounds phenomenal on Thank that. Thank you. I like the subject matters on that. Me Thank and E Man both. Well, I'm vegetarian. He eats mostly vegetarian. So Thank you. I like the, I like yes, the subject yes. you're talking on in there. Um, and then that beat to me sounds like something Kanye drum, like would have made kick. in like 2003 Boom. or some shit. It's, Thank it's, you. That, I love One of my favorite artists. Who yes. made that beat? Is that a sample? Yes. Oh, what, what's the sample? Jay. Jay. Jay got a song um, that's similar to that. Okay. okay. But it's actually a Jay and Kanye feel. Okay. You it's know really? what I mean? Ah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's a mixture. Yeah. It's a mixture. Yep. And, you know, I'm, I'm a new artist, so I started off YouTube. I... Shout out to YouTube, man. Absolutely. Like, YouTube, YouTube, if you don't, YouTube is, I don't even know what you to do. You don't, do anything if you don't YouTube. rip YouTube beats at least once in your career, you're not doing it right. I know, like, you got to. I, I Everybody to, starts you know, somewhere. YouTube gave me my start, and you know what? There are some phenomenal producers oh, yeah. on YouTube. Oh, yeah. And if they're putting that music out, you know, producers always keep, like, the best stuff in mm -hmm. the archive. Right. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? It's like, damn, what's in your archive? Because this stuff is phenomenal, you know? Um, Nick's dad co-signed that song, by the way. Yeah. Really? really? <laughs> Nick's dad's watching it live on Facebook. Hey, yes. Awesome. Hi, Nick's dad. How are you? That's, That's what's awesome. up. That's super dope. Yeah, that's tight. Yeah, I, I really enjoy that. I want to spend some more time with the rest of that project. So E-Man and I just started putting these things together. We just had our first uh, episode of it two weeks ago, where instead of us talking music for an hour, we just played music by some of our friends and mm -hmm. people that are from like the Michigan area. So we're going to put together like maybe once every month, maybe two months, like um, a Beats, Brews, and Points of View playlist that has like all the music that we're interested in by local artists and people that are friends with us and stuff. So Absolutely. we're gonna keep putting those uh, out. Mostly awesome. podcasts. So you'll be definitely popping up on there. Thank for sure. you, thank <laughs> right. you. So we want to get into one of our segments uh, we like to do here at Beats, Brews, and Points of View. It's called Something Old, Something New. Yes. Okay. Yep. So what it is, we talk about an old album that maybe older than like two years that something okay. came out that you're listening to right now. Okay. And then something new that actually like a new release that just came out maybe like. Or it could even ago. be just new to you. Yeah. Okay. Could be new Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> all right. Uh, Neil, I'm gonna let you kick it off first. All right. Start down the line. Since all right, so E-Man and I, so Jazz Fest was over the weekend, and mm -hmm. if you're not familiar with Jazz Fest, it goes on every Labor Day weekend in Detroit. It's free. It's amazing. I've seen so many awesome collab sets with amazing musicians. We talked about it on the podcast a couple years ago. We saw Common and Kareem Riggins and Robert Glasper do a Jay Dilla tribute set. And DJ then, Dummy was there. DJ too. Dummy, who's J. J. Cole and uh, uh, DJ and Commons and uh, DJ. Oh yeah, wow. yep, yep, and Commons. Wow. And then so on Monday, we we knew this was going down already because Chris, who owns the studio that we record at, was running sound for it. So we knew, but it wasn't on the lineup. It just said it's with special uh, guest. special guest, but it was Common. And he this performed is, at and Deluxe this is what Flux, I left. which holds like two hundred people. And we left. were in there just going wow. crazy. I've so performed there before. <laughs> I it's deserve, super dope. Like, yes, I was, yes. Fox is great. I deserve, like, <sighs> dummy for the week for that. <laughs> I left 10 minutes before Common came on. Wow. I just couldn't. It just I, wasn't meant for you to be no, there. It was like. You got to know off. sometimes it's just like, not meant I was for dozing you to be off. There. My girl was like, do you want to oh. go, baby? I was like, yeah. We're so busy. Oh. We're so busy. <laughs> 
to see him do this. Or was the he did uh We had so much fun. Yeah. But yeah, so that one was Shout good. out to Common, yeah, man. Yeah, shout out Common for sure. His new album is on my well, it's actually part of him is on my something old and something new this week. Mm-hmm. So for something old, I kicked it back to uh I think it came out in two thousand and either two or five, I can't remember, but it's uh Like Water for Chocolate mm-hmm. by Common. Okay. Which has that on there, has shine on it and it's interesting when you go back and listen to Old Common to me because it was kind of bef- this was the album before he was like really on like the conscious tip and like being peaceful and all that. So he's kind of still got some like raw fucked up lyrics on there, which I like. Like I don't know, it's just weird to hear Common like cursing and like doing all that kind of stuff. So um, I don't know. I love Water for Chocolate or like Water for Chocolate. That's my favorite Common album. Um, and he's got, I mean, a million of them. B is amazing. I'm gonna say B would be my favorite one personally. Yeah, B is phenomenal, but. Yeah, so shout out to Common. He performed a hell of a show. I really enjoyed it, and I've been enjoying listening to him like pretty much all week. He's got this track. Just listen to how different Common sounded back then. This is uh doing it off of like Water for Chocolate, just to just to give you a little taste. Keep on. Lyrics were a little different back then. Keep on. Keep on. Keep on. It's amazing how artists grow and change their flow. Motherfucker, move back. Yep. Like it's a part of the evolution. Just miscellaneous numbers and shoes. Stack Bruce rap. I deliver for the hungry and underprivileged. Something different from these hollering, like grunting niggas. Yeah. Business strictly. Yeah. Yeah. To my business yeah. Yeah. risky. Especially hey, if you with bitches oh, missy. Or even Drake. You know what I'm oh, saying? Oh, dude. Like, or another Drake. one we always talk about is Mac Miller. Yeah. Yeah. His trajectory was crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you. I like that. But, um,. What do you got for something old this week, E-Man? I went same year, total different direction. Though. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Because so they have an album coming out next week, actually, entitled The Nothing, which I'm one of my favorite <laughs> bands in general, I would say, is Korn. See you oh, on the other shit. side, 2005. Mm. That's right. So you know it had the single Twisted Transistor on it, which had that crazy video with Little John and Exhibit. And <laughs> I haven't Ryan. even seen that. Have you ever seen that video? I know that they're friends with all those West I Coast guys. I gotta get hip to Corn. <laughs> Let's get hip to Corn. K-O-R-E-N. Dude, I love Korn, man. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> That was wow. like back in the coming undone was the other single off of that. Like this is one of the albums. Like 2005, I think I was a freshman in high school at that time. So I was like one of those albums. Yeah, you just graduated mm-hmm. high school. <laughs> well, no, I graduated so, that year. <laughs> no, Corn's great, man. That's, I'm really happy for their new album coming out, uh, The Nothing. This is the weirdest like year for like old like to early 2000 rock bands like making a comeback. Mm-hmm. Puddle Mud has an album coming out. Tool Slipknot. Tool just dropped. That's what, my something new. I've always dreamed of being in a rock band. <laughs> it would be so fun. I've always dreamed of being a rock drummer. I feel like that would be such a good stress reliever. Yeah, because the drummer is like one of the most important players. Yeah. One of the most important. And I get... I when I go to shows live, I always end up getting fixated on watching the drummer. Drummer, yeah. <laughs> Ironically, yeah. mine's the bass player for some reason. Yeah, I, 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 yeah. I, I always like the bass. I always like the sound of a bass. It's just like kind of like that heartbeat. Like, when we went yeah. to that TDE concert over the summer, where it was like Kendrick and Schoolboy and all those guys, they had such a dope drummer playing for him that, that I was almost more distracted by him than watching like you, Kendrick and shit. Yeah. I'm like, oh, the drummer is amazing. Yeah. No name, No name had an amazing bass player. Oh, I bet. Yeah, she no probably name had like, a real like jazzy kind of band. I I've bet. seen Thundercat twice. So you know he's an amazing bass player. His drummer, player, yeah. yeah. I, I know an drums. amazing uh, bass player. Shout out to Cam. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to collab with him on some things. Oh yeah, nice. You know what I mean? Because the li- something, something about the live music versus it's so good. Yeah. The the instrumentals in the back. You know I got I mean? to do. Luckily, I think you could make something real tight, like live a band, real, like a jazzy Absolutely. kind of live band vibe too, because you you already have like a voice that sounds good on a record like that. You know what Thank I mean? You. So I think that would. Cam, be Cam, you hear him? Yeah. You hear him, Cam? All right, we're gonna do something. Oh, you got anything? Something old? Um, something. Oh, I'm actually reading. If you're reading, I mean, listening to. If you're reading this, it's too late. <laughs> oh, Drake. And yeah, yes, okay. he's my favorite artist, hands down. Nice. I absolutely love Drake. And um, my phone is on shuffle, and for some reason, every time I get in the car, it's playing um Big Sean's old album. Uh, 
where his face is black. Oh, what's the name? Dark Sky Paradise. Paradise. Dark Sky Paradise. Yeah. And if you're album. reading this, it's too late. That's, by the way, my favorite Big Sean album. And I really hope he tops it with whatever he's coming out with next. <laughs> I mean, it, it you know, I'm going to be honest. I used to always listen to music. And then once I became an artist, um, I really realized, like, dang, I don't listen to enough music. Uh-huh. You know, but it's something. I mean, I'm trying to get involved with Megan and I'm trying to get involved Megan with, Thee Stallion? Yeah, I'm trying to get involved with Megan Thee Stallion because but it's a mood. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I mean? So it's like if it's not like Drake his entire album. I mean, shout out to Megan. She's doing her thing. For sure. Um oh, yeah. she's doing her thing. But Megan her whole vibe is a mood. Mhm. Mhm. I agree. You feel me? Yep. Drake right. is his mood is universal. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, right. like, I could listen to three or four Drake songs yeah. and, you know, it's for a different mood. Um, Megan is just a mood, which mm-hmm. is awesome. You know, she gives you. And Drake resonates with so many different people. Like, yeah. I was just on vacation with my whole family and my 87-year-old grandma was, like, tapping her feet and vibing to Drake. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Like, yes, yes, about, yes, like, stuff yes, like that. yes, like, yes. One of my yes. favorite, like, people to listen to, like, when I'm like, a turn-up mood, I fucking love Waka Flocka Flame. Oh, <laughs> really? I always Oh, my did. God, he I was can, just here. I cannot really? listen I cannot listen yep. to Flocka on, and like, he, a lyrical note, though. He let everybody come up, like, near him really really close like oh, no cool. security like surrounding him he's like dancing with women i'm like that was really cool that he was you know what i mean you got to meet a few famous people actually sway lee was one i saw oh my god <laughs> sway shout out to sway sway is amazing Yo, them right tremor boys put on a show man yeah, i'm, I'm saw telling that. you and he is one of my favorite artists um because he's kind of they're kind of like rock stars mm-hmm. in a way I you agree. know totally. and um sway was super super laid back very humble. I asked for some advice. Um, you know, one thing he told me was just to just remain yourself. Like, just be yourself. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, Sway. I'll just be respect. myself. You know what I mean? Like, respect, respect. to that. So you be know? yourself and watch out for cell phones being thrown at stage. Or right, oh, yeah. right, right. Oh, yeah, I forgot he about busted. that. He got hit in the lip with a cell phone, and then, like, a couple months later, he got hit with a water bottle in the face. Somebody's out to get him. Somebody's it's the same person. It. It's the same person. I bet what, it's the what same person. What did Eminem person. say? A ticket to your concert just so I can come and whoop your ass. <laughs> <laughs> hey, shout out to Eminem. I love Eminem. I've been I've been jamming with uh, some old Eminem too. Me too. Just uh, just because I'm I'm trying to get inspiration, you uh-huh. know, from other dope artists, but. It's not the new stuff that moves me. It's the old stuff. CeeLo, Jamar, old people from the city do listen to Eminem. Just saying. I love Eminem. (laughs) I I agree with you, too. I think also because, like, old Eminem, too, we can still kind of relate to things that he's talking about. Like, obviously now he's, like, one of the biggest stars on the entire face of the earth. So, like... It's hard for him. You can't really write songs about like being on the coming or coming up and shit anymore. Yeah. You know, like so. I mean, like, and he probably can't even live a normal. Like Joe Budden made a good point. Nobody about him. that he famous was, like, can ever he live hasn't a even life. like been able to go to the grocery store in like fifteen years. Like yeah. no, nobody <laughs> that famous can normal. ever do that. I always think about stuff like well, that. Well, like, who's that going to the to grocery store anymore with the that's damn true. groceries <laughs> being delivered to your door? I like, like to have no the luxury of having an option though. That's true. <laughs> I mean that I think that's the catch twenty two about it. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, it's hard to be that great and not be that famous though. Mm-hmm. You know, like when that's your calling, when your calling is to do what he's mm-hmm. doing, you gotta expect it. Right. I think I watched a couple interviews about like Michael B. Jordan was talking about that. Like, yeah, I ordered a lot of Postmates like after uh, Black Panther. <laughs> <laughs> they said that um, Post Malone spent the most money on DoorDash out of anyone in 2018. That doesn't surprise oh me God. one bit. That doesn't surprise me. They, I forget what the grand total was, but it was something. First of all, uh, no shout out to DoorDash because they're <laughs> high as shit. <laughs> yeah. Why are they They'll so be high? Shit sometimes and really? like. Really? Oh, yeah, see, I'm, that's I'm, why I'm, I have to. I'm I'm a Postmates down. guy myself. I'm mad <laughs> jaded because I listen to this show called Dave and Chuck in the morning time. They just kind of like, they're just kind of like fun, a couple of funny dudes that just bullshit about different stuff. But like, they'll talk about gross shit that happens on the daily, like weird news stories. I don't and there's hear always that. some shit about some DoorDash motherfuckers or what's the other one? 
a Postmates, Uber Eats, or Uber Eats. Uber. So yeah, like uh, someone like or, uh, eating the fries. What's the other one? One guy drank someone's or was drinking out. That would be me <laughs> if you if I deliver your food. No, I ate some of your fries. Like hands down, I was hungry. Grub what? That's the other one. I, I knew it. I knew it was a fourth Grub one. Yeah, Grub Listen, Hub. I ate some of your fries. Don't kill me. My hands were clean. I used some hand sanitizer. There you go. Exactly. You feel me? I and mean, they won't know that. Like yeah. the milkshake. That's different. That's a little crazy. There's literally like no Okay, now you're crossing the line straw. there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like it's like, dude, you use my straw. Or you know how they um uh, <laughs> you know how the straw, the paper is like half yeah. on. Right. You're like, I didn't ask you to do this. Oh no, man. Like Jesus. I wanted to. I wanted to do it for you. Have All you right. ever seen that video of Lil Uzi Vert when he's at the Pistons game? He was in town here, he's at oh, a Pistons God. game. Someone gave him a, a pop with the straw piece on the top, and he goes to put it in his mouth, didn't realize it's there, and it's like it went viral. It was like a meme of him like trying to figure out why there was paper in his mouth and shit. It was fucking hilarious because <laughs> they left a little straw top on All there right. for him. Want to get into uh, something new Yeah, here? something. Oh, dude, I got a lot. I know you do. <laughs> and I, I probably got just the same as you do, minus like one, I would say. So for something new this week, something. and new, I didn't even listen new. to all the ones I wanted to oh, get to, but I, I got to, to a lot. Oh, I went with Common for one, mm. uh, Let Love. So that's his brand new album. I it's to most of that. Like the what's the one? Uh, Still love her or something like yeah. that. Yeah, that's. What I think it's super beautiful album, man. It's like it's real jazz influenced. It's um definitely more on the chill side. It's not any like real upbeat hip hop or anything. But it's got I think Kareem Riggins plays drums on all of it. Um, got to see him. Uh, there's a bunch of sweet producers that are on part of it. He's got a. Who else? There was a crazy verse on here by some. Oh, Jill Scott's got a verse on there. What? Yeah, he's got Jill Scott on there. He's got Sabrina Claudio. No, um, that's on the Sir album. Oh, okay. Sir's got like, Sabrina Claudio. I knew something was on. Like, I listened to Common album. What are you talking? Yeah. Right. But no, it's super beautiful. But Commons is one of them. I got a bunch, so I won't talk about them for too long. Tools brand new album. We can both talk about Tools. Well, yeah, I'll, I'll talk about that when I get there. Um, Sir, who is probably my. Him and Anderson Pac are my two favorite R&B artists out right now. Sir, if you don't know him, is on Kendrick Lamar's label, Top Dog mm-hmm. Entertainment. He's like their first R&B signing. And wow. Kendrick he, is signing people now? Well, it's, it's Top Dog. Top Dog. So he's kind of like an affiliate with, I think he's probably got to have some he's, ownership he's on with in Interscope. it, right? Yeah. yeah like, like Kendrick is a joint venture between Interscope and Top Dog, but wow. it's mostly Top Dog. Yeah, Top Dog has like okay. Schoolboy Q, Absol, J-Rock. J-Rock uh, SZA, and then Kendrick Isaiah Rashad. And Isaiah Rashad. Wow. And, yeah. yeah, Top Dog is Shout out to right Top now. Dog. They got somebody else, too. Yeah. They got somebody else kind of big, too. I forgot who. But Sir dropped this album Chase called Chasing Summer. That's like, <laughs> See? Look at that! Look at that! Look at that! Look at that! Look at that. <laughs> it's called Chasing Summer. It's like the perfect song title for the vibe of the album. Like It really feels like that post-summer kind of like chill, smoothed out, riding in the car type of music. And... I love Sir's lyrics because I like R&B artists that have like a little bit of an edge to them, you know, yeah. like it's right. not just like, like the weekend. We cut. were just yeah, talking yeah, about yeah. like how we're like this, this season of or this where we are in this realm of our universe, like our generation it's not just our generation, the younger generation for sure. They're not trying to listen to like the Keith Sweat stuff. No, you no. know what I nope, mean. Like nope, this generation not. is lit. <laughs> a little bit more, like, a little bit more ratchet. Get, yeah, like a, a little bit or a lot more ratchet. Like the, li- the lyrics are less about. Yeah. I like to call it congetto, like conscious but ghetto. I feel like it's the <laughs> lyrics. I actually like that term congetto. Like the lyrics I'm are more- going to use that. Just go ahead. Because I feel like I'm the lyrics are less new. about making love and more about just fucking. Yeah, 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 Like you know what. You don't have to kiss me. <laughs> Let me just stick the tip in. <laughs> like, you just want to stick the tip in? All right. Yeah, and it's all the dark-ass lyrics and all, like, the weird effects R&B artists use on their vocals and shit now, which is kind of cool to me. Like, I think The yeah. Weeknd kind of ushered that shit in for me. Yeah. Like, The Weeknd and, like, Miguel, like, that era when they first started coming yeah, out. Yeah, dope, dope, dope. Super Kaleidoscope dope vibes. Game. Oh, my God, that album is phenomenal. Super dope vibes. But, uh, yeah, so I had Common, Tool, Sir... Oh, uh, Joel Ortiz from Slaughterhouse put out an album called Monday that's super dope. Mm. And then The Alchemist, Alan The Alchemist, if you don't know him, he's an amazing hip-hop producer. Alchemist has been around forever. for like, what, 25 years, something like that? Yeah, most recently he works with Action Bronson a shitload now, but he used to, I mean, he's done shit for M, Dre, I mean, all Schoolboy Q. Schoolboy Q a lot, yeah. But he put out an album, it's called uh, Yacht Rock Volume 2, I think, or Yacht Rock 2 or something like that, yeah. and like... 
it's very like I'm on a boat type music the whole oh, way great. through. Like you got the seagulls in the background in between tracks and shit. Like it's tight. And uh, Action Bronson's on there. A few other of the people that you'd see on hanging out with Al- Alchemist are on there. So that's what I had, E-Man. You got any more on your are list? Are we both going to talk about... Dude, I got plenty. What are you talking about? Are we, are we both going to talk <laughs> well, about Tool? I'm, yeah, for sure. We can both talk about Tool. Yeah. So I had the pleasure of listening to Tool's first album in, like, what, like 12 years? Yeah, 13 years. 13 years, yeah. Fear Inoculum. Mm-hmm. So I let me get this put in perspective. It's an hour and 26 minutes long. I drove from my house in Detroit to Ohio and still didn't finish the album. I still had, like, wow. two songs left to go. How many songs is on that thing? It's only like 10, but they're all long Each as hell. Each song is almost over 10 minutes. Except oh for like goodness. one or two. <laughs> one yeah. of them is 15. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if I don't know if I want to listen I'll, to dude, it. I love to. I'm, I'm really like, happy about it. Do you know do you know most people have like the attention span of a goldfish? Mhm. So Tools, like, ha- like the, I don't know why, the way they like, made it. Their shortest song is three minutes and ten seconds. Yep. Nope, they got one that's a 206. Oh, 206. Well, that's like an outro yeah, type thing. Yeah. 1544. 1544. <laughs> hey, you get off of Kanye's <laughs> back. He tried, okay? <laughs> All right, from start to finish, man. No, just to fill Chase in real quick, though, because she's not familiar with Tool. Um, <laughs> for both of us, so... We I listen to mostly like soul music and hip hop and shit, but I Tool is like a metal band. And for some reason, I got into them early in high school and have loved them ever since. So does he. Um, I'm gonna try them, but I'm cool not into the heavy metal. That's like real heavy and intense rock and roll. But then he can like actually really sing, sing. Maynard, like voice mm. like shout out to Maynard. <laughs> so wow, yeah, it's. It'll take you a while to get through it. No, the way they, like, the one thing about Tool that I always love, the way they construct their, like, music, like, it's almost like an orchestra, like, how they do it. And it's just, it's because they're supposed to be, like, this rock metal Is it like opera? No. Oh, okay, because I don't like opera. It's like like rock metal, but the way they orchestrate it is just, it's operatic in a way. Because, like, each instrument has their own thing, and the way they use it is just so strategic and Mm. specific to them. Mm. Like, kind of like another another band that does that to me is Metallica, only Metallica's way heavier than they are. You guys are, like, band fans. I mean, I'm just a music fan. I'm an all-the-way music that's fan. That's amazing. That's amazing, though. Like, that's a gift. No, no, that's a I gift. Love, I love all music for the most part. Yeah, that's but a gift. My favorite really track on there. Country music. That's about all I can't really vibe There's a few country <laughs> bands I fuck with, Some too. There is, like, there I love is, Zach Brown Band. And I, I, I used to be the biggest country hater in the world. Yeah, yeah. that's true. I've come around a little bit more <laughs> with hanging out with Andy and shit from Midwestern Gentlemen. Shout yeah, out Andy. Andy Case. That's actually, yeah, that's the country guy right there. But Chocolate Chip Trip, I think is my favorite song on, on the Tool album. Just because it's the most trippy, like, Sims or whatever going on there. I'm just listening to Carl. I think I, was, I thought I was like a fucking acid trip just listening to it. it like, what the is. hell is going on? Uh, <laughs> I got to listen to that one. I like it because they got one of the best drummers on the entire planet. The man is phenomenal. His name's Danny Carey. He's awesome. And I think Tool is cool because they, like, it's real progressive in a way because, like, their songs will start off with something real minimalist, but and then it'll just, like, the track just builds and adds more and more but then like by the time you're eight minutes into this song mm-hmm. it's just like so much different shit going on so another album i listened to was uh came out last week but i finally had the time to go around to it was the Raphael shadik album oh nice mm, yeah. very uh, nice jimmy lee mm-hmm. so it has the hidden Kend- kendrick feature on there at the end what? of the rearview he's got kendrick on there yeah on the very last track kendrick's on there damn yeah. why well, is his and name not, not there he's not credited because it's a hidden feature wow yeah. Uh yeah, I mean, uh, from start to finish, it always has just like this, like kind of like radio esque like segue into. Songs. I gotta get on that. Raphael really, Sadiq, really, Jimmy really Lee. Yeah, I like it straight through. It's actually like a really nice like cruising music. And if the name doesn't sound familiar, Raphael Sadiq was back in the day was in Tony Tony Town. <laughs> he was a hey, member of that Tony, group. Tony Tony Town. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, what what else did you did got? We talk about the sing- did we talk about the Big Sean, Asap Ferg, and Hip Boy single already? Yeah, we played it last week. Ah, yeah, we did. Okay. Yep. I yeah, I came back around to it. It was dope. Uh, I think that's all my something news. You got, got any new music you're listening to? to? Check out, but yeah. Which ones were those? A couple I wanted to check out. Uh, I was really, really trying to get a low, and just because to cover my bases, mm-hmm. and I like the name, the Lana Del Rey one that re- was it Norman fucking Rockwell. Oh <laughs> yeah. Mm. I, here's a, I, Lana Del Rey, she has a very like almost 
I love her. I love I her visuals. Know. It's not my demographic necessarily, but I always like to listen to it just in case. Mm-hmm. Kind of like yeah. how Billie Eilish is. Like, yeah. I, I listen to it just out of curiosity. I like her, though. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Mano put out a new album. Shit. On Everything I Love. Uh, I didn't get a chance to go to the uh, Joel Ortiz one yet. Okay. That shit's nice. And then it was another one on here. There's a couple one I'm looking forward to, but that's that's pretty much it for me right now. Awesome. Uh, anything new you're listening to, Chess? Um... Like I said, I'm right now. I don't. I'm not in the hot girl summer phase, but mm-hmm. I'm just kind of listening to other women. You yeah, know, yeah. Um, did you listen to Rhapsody's album? I didn't. You know what? You're the third it's person. Dope. You're the th- okay. Super so I'm dope. gonna go and listen to her album. But um, Janelle, Janelle Monet, yes, Janelle uh, Dirty Computer is new to me. I love that. Um, what was the d- one before that? D- uh, the one you love. Well, she had the Arc Android and then the Electric Lady, and then now uh, she's Dirty amazing. She's one of my favorite music. And um, Beach Bumber, Beach Bummer, Novo, Novo uh, Vacation. Mm-hmm. I just want to make sure. Yeah, Beach Bummer, No Vacation. Um, Janelle Monet, though, her my favorite song is um, how do you pronounce it? Dango. She she. Oh, Django. Django. Uh, Django. Django. Yeah. yeah she, She's badass she, on that song. Yeah, she yeah. is. Like that video is dope too. Like oh, the colors and everything. The oh, the video is super tight. Man, Dango. Oh, it's about if I want to call it Django. 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 The, the D is silent. <laughs> um, it's this damn beer. Sugar truck. Sugar truck. Growing. Sugar truck. Sugar truck. Sugar truck. There we go. Um, but yeah, like she's she's dope. She's dope. I love her. I just got corrected, by the way, about Tool. It's art. Ro- oh no, it was art rock, not super heavy. And that's what oh, I was talking about. Metallica. All right, Eman. I was talking about <laughs> <laughs> Metallica. Metallica is heavy. What are you talking about? <laughs> no, I agree with super you though. Dope. Janelle Monae, I think, is like one of the greatest visionaries music has had in a long time ago. Like, because she always has these like clear cut concepts for what she wants to do with her music. Yeah. Like the audio, the visuals, like the whole, her whole get up, her whole. Her whole vibe is, like, amazing. I just and think yeah. it's super special. And you know what I can appreciate about her as a woman is that clearly the um, industry is ruled by men, mm-hmm. you know. And as a woman, you know, for me, which is why I came out the way that I did with my album. Like, yeah, I have some ratchet hits in mm-hmm. the archive, you know. There you go. Um, but I want to make a staple about who I am. Mm-hmm. And she's very clear about who she is as a woman. She can go in whatever direction that she wants to, you know what I'm saying? Like musically, yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but she's very clear. Like she's not worried about the competition. Right. I guess she's. Janelle Monet's in her whole lane. She's in in her her own own lane. lane. Like perfect, perfect wording. She created her own space, Mm -hmm. which is why I love Beyonce. Like you never hear about Beyonce. Beefing with anyone, like come right. on now. I always like, think about Beyonce. a race like who's gonna get egot first. I would mm-hmm. say between Janelle Monae, Lady Gaga, or Ch- or Donald Glover. I think. Ooh, if, are you familiar with egot maybe, is? No. So what is that? Egot is when you win a Grammy, Emmy, Academy Award, and, and Tony. Tony. Oh my you god! Get all of them. All, Lord. Of, all four. Yep. Wow. Uh, I think John Legend just did it this. John year. Legend, yeah. John Legend just got it, yeah. Time. So he just did that. But no, I. A gen- I, me and him were actually just talking about that with about your or as regards to you on the way over here. We were like, it seems like she already knows how she wants Her to present herself. Like she Thank has you. like the package of like how she wants the world to see her, because it all kind of lines up to me. Like you've got kind of like. Not like you don't look like a hippie, but you have like that kind of hippie mentality type of thing. Like, On the inside, you know, you like, I like, look like, like a hippie. Thank you. Flower child, if you will. Yeah, thank you, thank you. I'm dark today, but like I'm a cosmetologist, so mm-hmm. you have to understand. By default, black is my favorite color. Mine too. Shit, I'm all blacked out today. Yeah, yeah. like by <laughs> default, black is my favorite color. But I am like I am like a hippie in a way. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, but I have two sides of me, like mm-hmm. Chase and Miracles. And I feel like together Chase Miracles is a fl- flower child, but Chase is a different person from Miracles at a time. Okay. You feel me? And that's perfect. And now we know how yeah. we got the name. I yep. like it. Yep. It's like definitely it. a balance of my higher and lower self. Yeah. And it's funny too, because that conversation happens all the time now. It's like it feels like you have certain dudes in hip hop saying that women are either 
doing the ratchet shit or doing the conscious shit, but it's like they can do both. You yeah, know? Like, like you can do, do both. both. You can do both. Yeah, like you can do both. You know, I feel like there's a way once you find your lane. I feel like I found my lane. I've been doing music under a year. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm gonna find a new lane and I'm gonna ride that, mm-hmm. and then I'm gonna veer over left or right. But the thing is, I feel like women, women, in my opinion. It's only my review. I don't need help. No. Uh, <laughs> um, I feel like sometimes we cut ourselves off when we dive into that sexual lane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You mm-hmm. kind of get typecasted almost. Yeah, because it's like, oh, you know what? You want to sell sex? Perfect. Mm-hmm. It's going to sell. Yeah. Like, no. You know, so like even with the album, I push myself not even I, – I push myself to write without using profanity. Mm-hmm. I use three cussing words. The look, three cussing words. The entire <laughs> album. I can think of one, uh, maybe two albums off the top of my head that's ever done that hip hop wise. Three actually. Nas, uh, Nas did it for what was the one? Oh, and I know I can be. What did album really, was that? He only did. Uh, it was written. No swearing. Like... Uh, Kanye 808s and Heartbreaks had no swearing on it. Mm. Really? Yeah. And then Chameleon Air. Uh, wow. it's his, For second, real? his second album. <laughs> wow! Uh, shout out to Chameleon there. And everything Will Smith ever made. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <No> cursing. <laughs> Will Smith doesn't cussing rap to sell records. Well, I do. Yeah. <laughs> Another him and him, right? Yeah, it's just like you know, I really wanted to push, push my brain, push the pen to be able to express myself. Now my stuff coming out, you know, it's gonna definitely show the other side of me, still with a mixture of that mm-hmm. other, the the conscious, the okay, this isn't the foundation. Of who I am, but you know I got a kid. Yeah, you know what I mean. I'm trying to like not think too far into the future, right. but think far enough where I'm not ruining myself before it even. You know, I feel like you, you don't know who's looking at you. You don't know what type of opportunities could or could not come. And it's easy to say, oh, it's 2019. You know, people are woo woo, but it's like I like the sultry. Mm-hmm. I like I like that. You know, it's an expression of who we are as human beings, right? right? Yeah. But I feel like to be able to balance, can I sell this album without selling myself? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, let the art speak for itself rather than, like, my body. People go with that lane lane and, like, try to appeal to the mass crowd, which, I mean, you know, you're eventually... People conform to doing that. Yeah. I mean, you should never do that, obviously. But, I, you know, from a record sale and, like, a label exec standpoint, I get it. But you should always not compromise your artistic vision. Yeah, I feel like. absolutely. And I think that's going to make you a really dope writer, too, if you're actively trying not to use I mean, if you want to use profanity, do it. But I'm saying yeah. the, the fact that you're aware of it and that you're trying to not use it is going to be good because I feel like a lot of rappers use profanity almost as a crutch, you know, like yeah. they can't think of another word. Another to put word. Into it, yes, right? yes, yes. <laughs> and that's exactly, I had one um, song. I said, I want the motherfucking biggie biggies. Huh? Motherfucking bi-. I mean, it just, and when I replayed it, I mean, I've, I've rewritten the verse, yeah. uh, the verse and everything, but this was earlier, you know, in my, um, artistry yeah. and when I replayed I'm like what was I even talking about <laughs> oh, yeah. like, I mean listen the the song probably could have done numbers just mm-hmm. because people like to use profanity mm-hmm. like I want the motherfucking biggie mm-hmm. big. but as a woman it's like okay like this is a part of me but this isn't really who I am yeah. like on a daily basis you know like yeah. I, you know um, I have a song I just wrote and I said I keep the water running from my faucet you know what I'm saying? Like, okay, I'm still making reference to my my vaginal area. You feel me? Like, I'm keep I keep the water running from yeah. my faucet, but it's it a clever. very PG version of saying it. I respect yeah. that. You feel me? Like, like you know, <laughs> and I feel like music used to be where you could say something and only adults knew. Yeah, like SpongeBob. Yeah. It's like watching yeah. SpongeBob. Like only if you know, bro. Um, I, I just posted. Is, I just sent some, like a meme with somebody. It was a Hey Arnold thing. It was just very subtext. It was uh, if I can find it. I mean, your text messages. Who you be texting? Uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. <laughs> who you be texting? Hey, you know who else does it that, by the way? Arnold, you make my girlhood tremble. That was an actual line. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> my girlhood tremble. My girlhood, right? You know, it's the it's the same thing. You feel me? Yeah. Like, and um, just you know, I any any artist that's watching right now, you know, really just. Push yourself to 
just push the pen. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like you can express. I'm not a artist subjective, right? Mm-hmm. But I really wanted to push the pen and see where my brain could go because yeah. it's 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 a tool. It's a totally. it's a muscle you have to exercise, it. and it's easy to take the easy way out. I'm sorry, women. I love Megan. I love Nikki. I love all of y'all. But I feel like it's the new and upcoming artists. A lot of them are just taking that way. Like, that might just be, like, Megan said she's been writing like that since she was in high school. Okay, Megan. You know what I'm saying? She's dope at it. It seemed like that's been Mm -hmm. your thing. Like, but everybody, that's not everybody's calling but who am i to say that right but it's not like i feel like it's an easy way out as a woman i know if i get butt naked right now on the front of the cover it's gonna somebody's gonna call me and if they don't it's really gonna piss me off it's like being (laughs) it's like being a stripper you ever been to the strip club and like it's that one round where like nobody's making money it's like come on give her a dollar there are are female rappers that take that lane and are still dope like like doja cat for instance yeah kind of takes that lane a little bit but Still doesn't like a very unique way, and then all and that. that's what yeah. I'm saying. Like I'm not, I'm not saying that you know some of my music is not gonna put me in there. You mm-hmm. know, I don't right. want to like put my foot in my mouth. But what I'm saying is, how you start is how you right. finish. And at the same you know? token, too, it, like people like Cardi and Nicki, they dress sexy and present themselves in that way. But by no means is there all their music about sex, right? No. Like Nicki can wrap her ass off. We yeah, all know she that. Can. Like she can, but that's <laughs> what a lot of people don't understand. Like. Are you just taking the cop out or do you understand like maybe there's some math behind even what they're doing and that that's their comfort? Mm-hmm. I know that I'm not comfortable, comfortable nude all the time. So right. I'm not going to present myself to the world like right. that and then feel like bogged to have to be that person right. all the time. That's the one thing like once you start like it's the one thing about switching lanes like that once you already have if you already have something established like if that's it. It's gonna fuck so many people up if you decide to go something different. Look what Yellow Wolf yeah. did to us. Like, <laughs> I liked Skater Yellow Wolf, and now he's wearing cowboy hats, making songs. Oh with no, his Kid last album was shit. dope. Like, don't even put no, that. No. Don't put his that shit on. Last one was dope, but like, his last album was dope. I hate say, Trump Music Three out. was dope. Like, don't come on now. Yeah, it was all right. <laughs> but don't, no, don't put, don't do that to Yellow Wolf. But it's true though. He did switch up that lane, sir. We're flying Dixie flags, wearing cowboy hats, and. Cowboy boots and shit. It's like, what the That's hell like, did this come from? One thing I remember, it was an interview I think they were doing. It was about Asher Roth, actually. Somebody I, to this day I wish would make a comeback. I say that all the mm-hmm. time. When I, I Love College came out, people kind of typecasting him as that, like that, uh, you know, like that frat party type rap yeah. and everything and like that. And, and then he wasn't. He was actually like making like legit lyrical music. Yeah, he was. And then when he started coming out with albums like that, it started not doing anything. It was because of the fucking Because he got typecast. Because of I Love College, that song was just yeah. like, yeah, it would And that's do what that I feel. I feel like when you put yourself in a box, any box, whether it's sexy, whether it's conscious, that's why I like Congetto. Like, mm-hmm. I do have Little Ratchet in me. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like it's very, you know, um, I've been seeing a lot of, I've been researching the industry and it's like, okay, promote singles, promote singles. But it's like, well, I'm going to promote a single, but it has to be that perfect one that's the mixture of both. Yeah. Because you don't want to just put yourself in a box where it's like, all right, stay there. Mm -hmm. No, like, I don't want to stay there, which is why I love Drake, Mm -hmm. which is why I love Kendrick Lamar. Two of my favorite artists Mm -hmm. ever, 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 because Kendrick is very conscious. We know this. But he also has like a little hood in him. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? He might say, fuck your mama and I'm gonna fuck you up and bury you up under a tree. Like, I don't know. You don't know what's gonna come out of Kendrick's mouth. And then teach you something. And then teach you something. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. (laughs) (laughs) You know? And then Drake, it's like, he does. He's he's not afraid to show his feelings and his mm-hmm. emotion, yep. right? But then he might talk about how, like, you know, fuck these motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, but just very, very subtle. Niggas about think it. it's oh, sweet. Man. When right, I was right, on site. Right, 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 right. <laughs> Drake and I are the same age. So when Drake was like 23, so was I. And that music to me, I was like, how old are you? How old is, is Drake? He? Drake's 32 now. I'm, oh, I'm 32 hi, as well. Hi, Drake. <laughs> and but when he was making music when he was 23, and like I felt like he was literally 
making songs out of my head. I'm like, these are the same damn women problem I'm having, the yeah. exact same shit yeah. that I'm going through. Yeah. My God, Drake knows exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> he He's so, yeah. not afraid to connect um, with shit. His, his humanness. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, he's not... He knows exactly how he's feel how he feels, especially as a man. He's not afraid to put it out there. I just saw something that that's kind of like gone a little bit viral that he put out on Instagram the other day. Something about like talking about how he doesn't understand how people hook up, hang out with each other, do all these things together, but then can't put a title on it. And he was talking about how he doesn't understand that. He's like, I don't understand why people are so afraid to put the title on things. He's like, if we are hanging out every day, we are going and doing things, having fun, laughing, sharing each other's mind, body, and soul, and you still can't tell me that I'm with you or you're with me. It's like, he's like, I because just Because it's that. something about, <laughs> it's something about the label. Mm-hmm. It's something about that next step that makes people feel claustrophobic, honestly. It is. I was married. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm divorced now, and the thought of being in a relationship, just the thought, it makes me feel claustrophobic. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because the thing is, how we were before we put the title on it, something in that putting the title on it Uh changes. It, like, shifts the entire reality of what the relationship could have been or, you know, I don't know what it is. Um, I think it should stay the same. I think relationships should stay the same before or after the title, which is why, I'm sorry, Drake, I'm kind of cool with the no title. Like, let's, what's, what's understood don't have to be explained. Like, let's not, True. you know what I'm saying? Let's True. be safe about this. You know, let's let's spend time and, you know, let's go our separate ways and maybe do it again tomorrow, you know. But don't, like, once the title come on, it's like, oh, okay, you have to call me. Mm-hmm. You have to, you feel me? Mm-hmm. You have to see me the next day. I don't, I don't care about a title at all, as long as you're not out here making me look foolish. Oh, uh, like we gonna talk I'm not around? You know what I mean? I, I do I don't want to talk about this. Oh, right we're not now. talking about okay. that. Okay, no, no, no. Something that's, happened with Neil. No, 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 and, no. no, no. Yeah. That's, 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 that's actually uh, not what I was thinking about. I'm okay. just saying, as long as you're my not, followers uh, are enjoying it. No, no, no. As long as you're not out here making me look foolish, like when I guess it's kind of that's what a relationship boils down to me. If it's a good person for you or not, is how they treat you when you're not around. You know what I mean? Yeah. How they right. talk about you, how they make you look. Well, what if they're not know. talking about you? What if they're just talking to other people? Which I am like a monogamous. You feel me? Like I like generally if I'm dating someone, mm-hmm. I like that one person. Yeah. You know, I can't multitask I when it comes to like different men. It's just too much. It's way too much to juggle. Not to mention trying to keep up with like multiple text conversations just yeah, at the same like, time. Like, I don't uh, even, I probably don't even want to be bothered by the one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's like I got like three, four coming to my phone. Come on! Right, Give thing, me a break. Alright, to shift gears a little bit, one thing I do want to talk about, we missed it last week, uh, the name change for the Cobo Hall. Cobo Hall is now the TCF Center. What? Oh That's my right. god. So, that sucks. Here, no, here's why actually. It's very, very good reason. That's good then. So, the name Kobo Center was actually after Albert Kobo, who was known for keeping blacks out of white neighborhoods when he was mayor of Detroit during the 1950s. What? So, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. So okay. Donnell White, uh, the TCF Bank Chief Diversity Officer and Strategic Partnership, they opened the, con- the conference merger between Chemical Bank and TCF August 1st, and they actually ended up buying the Kobo Center and renaming it. Well, cool. I didn't know yeah. that the Kobo Center was named after a racist this whole time. Yeah. Ah! That's crazy. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and, cool. um, cool, yeah. and uh, Shane Park is the Aretha, Aretha. now. <laughs> that was what I meant to bring up. You were talking about R&B singers. Or we were talking about R&B singers. They just had like the Legends of Hip Hop tour there over the weekend that I'm really mad at myself that we didn't know what was going on because I told you Juvenile, what? Erica Padu, Goody Mob, and Trina all performed on the same night at Shane Cha- uh, wow. Trina's Bart. also in that lane that we were Ooh. just talking about as well. Like, Trina's a shit. Yeah. I love Trina. <laughs> yeah, it's like they Trina got. Trina is like, whoo. It's like they got bars, man. Yes, they do. Trina so, can rap, rap for sure. For sure. That's why I said it's like everyone plays their role in this thing called life. I mean, then again, mm-hmm. you got like even Queen Latifah back in the day, like U N I T Y. Dude, she just Light, performed that on uh, uh, the VMAs. Yeah, that was, she was sweet. Mm. She still got it too. She can still she like rap. Track, she got a track with Rhapsody. 
Oh, I know. I know. It's on the new album. That's dope. That's the other cool thing about Rap's new album. So it's called Eve, and then every title on the song is named after some other influential black woman in her life. Like, there's a song named after Fini Shakur. Uh, There's like one after Cleo. There's a bunch of them on there. Um, Yep, I got you. So Nina Simone, Cleo, Aaliyah, Oprah Winfrey, Whoopi Goldberg, Serena Williams, Tyra Banks, Maya Angelou, uh, Sojourner Truth. Uh, yes. Michelle Obama, yeah, I mean, you got a lot. Feeny Shakur, yeah. oh, oh, super dope and she's, super creative. She's amazing. I love Rhapsody. I think she puts most of the dudes in hip hop to shame right now. That right? Tierra mm. Wack is my other favorite. Oh yeah, Tierra, Tierra Wack is, is going amazing. crazy. <laughs> yeah, I see she got a song with Beyonce, Power. And I saw her perform. Uh, Alicia like Keys. Alicia Keys was yeah. performing with her. I was like, damn, that shit's so tough. I've had Good a crush on her, Alicia man. Keys since 2001. Yeah, Alicia Keys has <laughs> always been a favorite of mine as well. That's another one I love her vibe. Like, she's always just, like, I, I like her Instagram because she's always just, like, got something kind of, like, positive affirmation type of thing to say. Yeah. You know, like, I, I just love that kind of shit. Yeah. And her and Swiss just seem like the happiest couple of all time. I know. <laughs> right? we, we were just having. That kid's going to um, be so talented. We were just having shop talk about that, you know, and it's like, oh, blah, 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 about whatever happened. with. And I said, you know what? We really don't know what went on in that in Dude. that man's relationship. Right. You know, so, like. Let's just not talk about it because they're happy. And mm-hmm. if they're friends, anybody that's watching this, listen, we're not mad at Alicia, okay? Yeah. If the wife and Alicia are friends, right? Mm-hmm. How can we that's be cool. mad? Right, right. Like they look, they look amazing together. They look happy. It's like, uh, well, I mean, they broke up now, but was it Doctor Genius and Janaeiko with Big Sean? Oh yeah. Oh really? I forgot. Is she with him? She's with him currently, right? Doctor Genius. Uh, I don't Janaica? think so. No, I don't think. I think so. it's pretty hilarious though that Sh- Big Sean made a song about his exes and had Janae, Janae Aiko Aiko. singing yes! on it. That's yes, like that was some pimp. Sh- <laughs> yeah, that was pimp. What's the name shit. of that song? I forget now. I don't know. Single I, again. Single again. Didn't, yep. 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 Didn't Ariana Grande do the same shit? Yeah. <laughs> kind of. Yeah. She didn't have anyone. On it, I don't think. But no, she, like, she didn't have anybody no. on it. But she did talk about her exes. Big Sean has a song with Ariana uh, talking about. Um, nah, I be fucking with these bitches and they hyperallergenic. Um, research. It's called oh, research. research. Yes, oh, yeah, that was on Dark Sky Paradise. Yes, yeah. yes. That was when they were together, though. But he was yeah. still talking about her going through his phone and like all of that. Mm-hmm. You know what well, I'm saying? Hurt? Yeah, because I don't know. I can't keep track of Big Sean's love life, man. I shouldn't. <laughs> Shout out to you, Big Sean, because we trying to keep track. Shit, I bet All you right. he has a hard time keeping up with his own love life. I know, right? That's why he's like, listen, I'm single again. I'm just taking time to smell the roses. Like, that's awesome, yeah. Big Another Sean. Another thing I do want to mention on Netflix, uh, the Travis, do- uh, Travis Scott amazing. documentary just came out. That shit's uh, awesome. Look, Mom, I Can Fly. Oh, that I gave me the it was so really? good, actually. Really? Yeah, it was very good. Watching the live yeah. footage of how I didn't – I mean, I always knew his co- – we all heard in the news like about people jumping off the balconies at his shows and shit, but like you hear about it and it's one thing, but when you're seeing actual like footage of it, you're like, what the fuck? Travis Scott's fans are like this, like they go hard for him. Like wow. it is crazy. These, wow. kids were, like, these kids were some of them. There was a point I forget what festival he was at. It was during the documentary where he stops the show and he's like helping the security like pass kids over the fence who had like passed out from just being so like. Either pushed against the guardrail or just like knocked out in the show. Wow. Like it's like a full blown mosh pit in his wow. shows. It's crazy. Wow. Yeah, so Shout out nuts. to Travis Scott. The first time I saw him was at the Kendrick um Lamar's concert and he came out on this Big ass uh, <laughs> mechanical eagle or something. Yeah, oh, yeah, that was the bird's eye view thing. Yeah, yeah and I was like, what the hell out. is that? It looks real. Get yeah, away. I find this photo real quick. It was like a photo. It was just like when the photo of like when he had like maybe like 20 people in his crowd. Then it looks like then like four years later, he's playing for like damn near a that whole was continent. Sweet. That was sweet. That was one of my favorite parts. I, I thought that was wow. inspiring as hell. Let me see if I can find this video or this photo. Just, just search it. Let me see if I can find it. Yeah. I'm telling you, it's amazing how life, you know, one day you're here and, you know, so it's just about enjoying the journey. You know what I mean? Like, even looking back 30 yep, days right from now, you know. Wow. That's insane, dude. Yep. Wow. That's insane. That shit inspires me, man. 
He was like, he's like, I know it sounds mad cliche to say, wow. but like this literally is exactly what happened to me. So if you're plugging away at something, it feels like no one's paying attention to your shit. Just keep going. He's like, this was 15 people in the crowd three years ago, and now I'm selling out everywhere. Wow. Like, it's crazy. But it, um, Because it just takes one person. Yeah. Right. Like, right. we think it takes an entire fan base, but mm-hmm. it takes one person. They share it. Shout they share it. it. Shout out to our, like, Beats and Bruise alumni, Connor, Connor Dean and uh, Quinn. They actually just signed a record deal last week. Hell yeah. yeah. Good for wow. them. Shout out, Connor. Right. Yeah, yeah, boom, boom, yeah. <laughs> wow. Connor's actually my DJ for my music, too. Congratulations. So him, yeah. And he, they have, like, you're talking about, they have, like, maybe, like, 200 followers on Instagram and just signed a record deal just because of off content alone. Wow. Yeah. I'm like, good for them, man. And then, E-Man, we should probably wrap this bad boy because yeah, you gotta got to be a I band practice, practice in, like, uh, 10 minutes. Ah, shout out to <laughs> band <Detroit>. practice. <laughs> so, anyways, d- thank you so much for being here, Chase. You, you want to plug any of your social media stuff before we go? Um, Absolutely. Ch- I'm Chase Miracles on IG. I'm most active on Instagram. Common spelling, C-H-A-S-E, Miracles. Um, M-I-R-A-C-L-E-S for anyone who doesn't know how to spell miracles. <laughs> I've had some people misspell oh, miracles. Um, I just dropped audio therapy on all streaming platforms, the main ones, Apple Music, YouTube, Tidal, and I am on SoundCloud as well, um, as well as Spotify. And check me out on my website, IamMiracles.com. Um, for my latest drop, visual, uh, higher self. Great video. I watched it today. Thank yeah. you. I love that one. I love that one. Shout out to Dollar Jones and my engineer, Tone what Guy. What do you call that? Uh, NSFW? Not safe for work? Is that it? Not safe for work? <laughs> a little sexy. No, but it's, it's cool. A, it's a little sexy. It's a little, yeah, a little that bit. was the balance I was talking about. Like I'm talking about your higher self, but you know, I got like a nip showing. Uh, <laughs> and shout out to you guys, uh, Neil and uh, I hate E-Man Bates, E-Man. <laughs> um, I appreciate the invite. This has been super dope. Yeah, we'll, we'll have you back on sometime and see where your career's going. I'm excited to watch and, and follow you along Yay, now. I'm so super next excited. week, just, we got to start announcing next week. Next week, we have uh, Joe Commission from DetroitRap.com yeah. uh, on here. Hey. Yeah, new single, so hopefully have him on here. But what a- and then the week after that will be officially one year of doing this podcast. Wow. Yeah, be our we, we got some things to plan. We're, we might have a live performance for that show. We'll, uh, we'll keep you posted on that shit. Surprises. But anyways, to take you guys out tonight, because um, I've been vibing on this album so much lately, I'm going to play Mr. Inglewood Sir's uh, song with Sabrina Claudio called That's Why I Love You. This is some real nice groovy R&B shit that I love, and their voices sound Another so good together. Before we go, one more female artist I forgot to mention, and I'm still stupid because she's been popping up everywhere now, Lizzo. Yeah, pff, yeah fuck yeah. <laughs> I got it down. Yeah, Lizzo's Lizzo. amazing too. <laughs> But anyways, yeah, so here's That's Why I Love You by uh, Sabrina Claudio and Sir off Sir's new album, Chasing Summer. Peace. Peace. Doesn't it feel like this could be real life? If we had something to prove Life would be normal, dinner formal I could be happy with you Primitive passion, human reactions Putting it all on the line This could be real life, but why do I feel like We would be wasting our time See, it's the same thing, no same rhythm, no blue, same love, but this time it really ain't love. No reason, no rhyme, no speaking our mind, no war. That isn't what we came for. I never wondered what this could be. I just fuck you and leave. You never wanted nothing from me. I just fuck you and leave We don't ever come to agree I just fuck you and leave There ain't really nothing to see That's why I love you Couldn't you pick 
See 